Hey everyone, welcome to the Following Jesus podcast. I am Jake McGrew, and I co-host this podcast along with my incredible and talented wife, Jen. Hey y'all. This is a show where we sit down together and talk about what it looks like to follow Jesus in your everyday life. We're so excited about this show, and we're so excited for today's episode, so let's go ahead and jump right in. How to do, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to episode three of the Following Jesus podcast. I am Jake McGrew, and in our studio today, we have the one and the only Jan McGrew. He just called me Jan. Uh, my name's Jenny. Some people call me Jen. Call me whatever you want. His grandma called me Jan, so yes, there you she have would, it. She would call you Jan and offer you bean salad. Offer me bean salad, and up till the precious day that she passed away, the checks that she sent us in the mail, as all amazing grandmas do. Um, she never knew my name until the day she died. She did. I was, I was did. Jan, J-A-N, McGrew. <laughs> Nothing says I see you and I love you. <laughs> like signing someone's oh, checks. Oh, so wonderful. God bless her. I miss she her. She loved, for those of you who don't know what bean salad, bean salad is a salad made of all kinds of beans, green beans, kidney beans, black beans, and some kind of dressing on it. And my grandma loved it. And for some reason, she just thought Jen would love it too. So every time we were around, she was always trying to offer Jen some bean salad. Yeah, she's awesome. Mm. She was awesome. So last week, you... You had told everybody that you were going to find them tickets to Paducah. Mm-hmm. What I think the world wants an update on our Paducah trip. Well, I thought maybe we'd rent some buses. That's kind of where I'm landing. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to charter some buses down to Kentucky. <laughs> We're, we're taking this on the road, that's, you guys. We're taking our, our three episodes on the road. Three episodes. Three episodes. <laughs> three episodes. And it's time for a road trip. Changing the world one episode at a time. You know what? By episode five, we're going to be international, inter, intercontinental. We'll be over in Europe, traveling around Rome. And uh, uh, Thanks for making me laugh, babe. Needed it. I just needed a beverage break there. <laughs> Well, episode three, we've been having a good time so far, haven't we? <laughs> welcome. Welcome all. Welcome to our show. I'm so sorry, you guys. Yes. We should be serious. Yes. We should always be serious when we're talking about the Lord. You can never have fun, you can never have fun being a follower of Jesus. Hey, I want to remind everybody, uh, we have an email. You can send us all your questions, thoughts, cares, comments, concerns, queries, and anything of the sort. Send us a message to questions at the following Jesus podcast.com and um, let us know what you think. And we can talk about it on our show. I would love to read some people's emails on the show. I have like a little segment where we take just a moment and read people's, you know, questions or thoughts and answer them on the spot. Yeah, do it, you guys. Or, you know, you can also shoot us a DM, you know, being 2023. I feel like sometimes people hear email and they're like, oh, I got to get my computer out or my phone out and, you know, type out an email. People are already on their phone. You do a DM (laughs) on your phone. Yeah, just shoot us a DM. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. We want to hear from you. We love your questions and thoughts. Um, We've been having a great time so far. This is episode three. So the first episode, just to recap, we talked about what it means to be a follower of Jesus. Um, last week, what did we talk about? You don't remember? <laughs> you don't remember the show last week? We talked about reading your Bibles. We talked about reading How important our Bible. it is to read your Bible. Because if you read your Bible, pray every day. Pray every day. 
pray every day. You will. Grow. 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 Perfect. (laughs) So today, that actually leads us into what we're talking about today. And today, we are going to talk about prayer. And and we're going to answer the question, what, you know, what's... What's the deal with prayer? If we were Jerry Seinfeld, we'd be saying, what's the deal with prayer? Right. We're talking about prayer is, you know, what is it? Mm-hmm. Um, is it important for followers of Jesus or is it just important for people who are pastors or teachers in the church? Or is it important for everybody? Why do we do it? What does it look like? How do we do it? We're going to talk about all those kind of things. So do you have any thoughts before we jump in? Are you ready nope, just to like you jump dive in? in? Yeah. You lead. I'm going to follow. Okay. 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 Well, grand. So then the first question that a lot of people, we've been doing churchy type stuff for a long time. A um, little bit. Yep. Two and, a, two and a half decades mm-hmm. we've been doing church stuff. Well, it, I mean, you've been leading worship since you were knee high to a grasshopper. 14. 14. Mm-hmm. And I think you were the same height then that you are now. <laughs> I was taller. <laughs> Oh my! The drinking <laughs> Are phase you in the, of life. No, don't say that. Um, so yeah, Jen started leading worship when she was fourteen. I joined. For those of you who don't know, I joined the worship team when I was sixteen. I got a guitar and taught myself how to play so I could join the worship team. And uh, you've been doing worship since you were fourteen, and we have been doing youth. We started with youth and young adults. Well, youth when we were, I think. Uh, I was 19 when I started because it was before we got married and we got married long time three ago. weeks after I turned 20. And so we've been doing it a long time. And so, you know, there's some questions that you get asked a lot that people are unsure about and they feel like there's a certain way they're supposed to do something, mm-hmm. a certain, um, it's supposed to look this way. And one of those questions is, uh, you know, we talked about a little bit last week is how do I read my Bible? People are always asking like, how, how do I read my Bible? And the next question a lot of people ask is, I don't know how to pray. Like, how am I supposed to pray? What does this look like in my everyday life? So, you know, simply to break it down, prayer is communication um, and it's communicating with God at, at its at its very core uh, of what it is, it is an individual taking time to retreat and pull away from the busyness and the cares of everyday life and spend time in communion and communication with the Lord. You know, we see, if you go back to the very beginning in Genesis chapter one and chapter 22 at the creation account, right off the bat, you see that the Lord and man have communion together, um, where, uh, God creates Adam, and then he begins to have communication with him. He tells him why he's here and what he's called to do. And then the Lord says, I got to find a helper comparable to Adam. And so they start making these animals, and God brings them to Adam, and he's got to try and name them. You see this communication happening and taking place. And then that's the first Adam. And then we also call Jesus is the second Adam. Mm -hmm. And we see in Jesus, if you look through the gospels, you see that Jesus is always off retreating, pulling away, Mm -hmm. uh, spending time in communion and communication with the Lord. And so what that is, is literally just a person pulling away and walking and talking with the Lord. That's right. Yeah. We make it so complicated. We make it too complicated. Yeah, too complicated. And it can at times just seem so ethereal that we don't even bother. We just kind of like shelve it and we put it away. But, you know, just as you were talking about Adam, you know, Adam spent a lot of time walking in the garden and, and talking with the Lord. And, you know, I was just thinking about how we're created to walk with the Lord, how we were created mm-hmm. and we're designed 
um, to talk to the Lord, um, but to also listen. You know, that's a huge component of prayer. Like that's prayer right. isn't just talking, but you know, we we some people call it listening prayer, yeah. right? If you ever hear the word like listening prayer, is that we're not doing all the talking. That we have to take time and we have to take space to to listen to the Lord. But this was something that we were created for was to have communion. And I'm not afraid to use words like that because these are words that should be in our verbiage. You that's know? right. Um, to commune with the Lord, to have dialogue, to have fellowship mm-hmm. with the Lord in our everyday life. You know, I think um, one of the things that's plaguing society so much right now is loneliness. Yeah. There's just, you know, a lot, I hear a lot of people say, I feel alone or I feel lonely. You know, I remember we had a prophetic word years ago and it said it though at times lonely, you're never alone. Never and, alone. and I just love that. I've never forgot that, that, you know, as, as I commune with the Lord, as I fellowship with the Lord, as I take time, intentional time to spend with the Lord, I'm reminded every every time I spend time with the Lord that I am not alone, That's that right. He is the one that will never leave me, that He is the one that will never forsake me. And I wonder if some of the, you know, the times that, you know, we felt alone or we felt lonely, that we would feel less alone if we were more intentional about walking with the one that we yeah. were created to walk with. See, you know, you yeah. I, I could have I could have a million people in a room surrounding me and still feel alone. Mm-hmm. But if I That's just right. have one Jesus sitting right next to me, you know, if I can say it like that, just, you know, give me some latitude there. One Jesus sitting next to me in, you know, I will never feel alone. That's right. Because he's all I need. Well, and I I think that's part of the the trap and the trick of the enemy is to get life busy enough that we're so mm-hmm. distracted that we don't we never have time to pull away and so then in all that busyness we find ourselves incredibly alone like you're saying and and we try and do these things we try and partake in in these events and these things that are happening in culture to, mm-hmm. to fill that loneliness, mm-hmm. but it never actually fills that void inside of us that we're longing to fill because that only comes from being in the presence and communing with the one who created you, mm-hmm. which will drive that loneliness away. But if, if you're too busy, and I think that's the trap, is the world, mm-hmm. the enemy, one of his tricks and mm-hmm. schemes is to keep all of us. And we see this in every area of the Christian walk. Right that he tries to keep us so busy that we have no time to pull away. I was having a conversation just recently with somebody and their life is so busy that they were telling me that I've got no time to pull away and, and be in the presence of God. And, and they're, they're stressed out and they're um, anxious and they're, they're dealing with all these things. Uh, but at the same time, the answer they need is in retreating and pulling away. Like you see Jesus so often doing, he pulls away from the busyness so that he can be recharged and refueled and filled up and, and mm-hmm. get that communion that he needs with the Father through prayer. But the world keeps us so busy that we can't feel like we can pull away right. from those things. Yeah, life life just keeps us busy in it. And it will always be screaming at us to do something or right. that something is more important. But yeah. there is nothing more important than spending time with the Lord. In fact, I can't have a good day yeah. without spending time with the Lord, you Truly, know, so like yeah. if, if you ever have a day that's just like, feels like it's spiraling or you feel like you're out of control, I think one of the first questions we have to ask yourself was, did I spend time with the Lord right. and did I sit with him long enough to hear him? Yeah. You know, not trying to get a gold star on my chart, but I'd like to actually have an episode, um, 
maybe just make a mental note of this, is that we talk about crafting a rule of life mm. and why we need a rule of life and what is a rule of life. Yeah. You know, um, I with something we probably haven't even really talked about to our own church, but something I wrote down here is don't don't just pray when you feel like it. Make an right. appointment with God and keep it. That's right. You know, which is part of like crafting the rule of life. Like we were raised in a culture um, where we we were taught to read our Bibles, you know, like the number one question, Jake's dad always, well, two, two, two big questions his dad always asked me. Number one, how's your heart? How's yeah. your soul? The second one was, what have you been reading in your Bible? Mm-hmm. And I, I can remember sometimes being like, oh, he's going to ask me what I read in my Bible today or, you know, or what God's been talking to me about. You know, I think that's even a better question. Yeah. Like, so what's God been talking to you about? Um, but it was good for me at a young age because it held me accountable and it just, you know, I was like, I got to have something to say. I got to have something to That's say. Right. I've got to have something to say. And yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that, you know, in the beginning stages of like, you know, just having that accountability because we all need it. Because again, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. But again, I want to say that again, don't just pray when you feel like it. Make an appointment with God mm-hmm. and keep it. Yeah. You know, so like my appointment with the Lord is in the morning. Now, my appointments with the Lord are all throughout the day right. because I'm older now and I've just trained myself. I hope in Jesus' name to live by the Spirit, you yeah. know? So a lot of these responses I have with the Lord are very involuntary because, you know, we can read that in um, John 15, I and him, he and me, right? Abide in the him. Yeah. We're not here to talk about that today. Um, so a lot of, you know, my relationship with the Lord is involuntary, but my intentional time with him is in the morning. That's right. Uh, it was Smith Wigglesworth, wasn't it? Who mm-hmm. said that I never pray more than 15 minutes? 10 minutes, yeah. Uh, Maybe it was 15. I, I think it was 15. He said, I never we pray more... it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm pretty sure it was 15 minutes. And he said, I never pray more than 15 minutes, but he said, I never go more than 15 minutes without praying. And the idea is, is that he's just living a life of continual prayer. And what when you were talking, I was just thinking how um, life, l- true life, real life flows from the author of life. And so all those things that we need of, we only find them in his presence. And so we've got to be intentional, like you were saying, about taking that time, pulling away mm-hmm. and sitting in his presence, praying, reading our Bible, mm-hmm. receiving the life that he has for us so that then we can go into this world and be who he's called us to be, right? Right. So then the question is, is like, what, what is prayer mm-hmm. like what does that look like and we've kind of we've kind of talked about it and hinted around about it but prayer like any relationship or any conversation um, really involves uh, three three key points three key aspects and and those things would be um, there's a time for talking for you to talk mm-hmm. and like any good conversation then in that moment of a conversation then comes a the time for you to listen mm-hmm. right you can talk. Nobody really likes to have conversations with people who do, it's like a one-sided conversation. Then it becomes a... a it's kind of monologue. Yes, it becomes a monologue. And if we know anything from, from you know, movies and, and those kind of things, the people always monologue, like the, the villain always monologues and just tells you always going to do. And so we don't want to monologue with the Lord. We want to dialogue with the Lord. And so that means okay. that you, you talk... And you let him talk. So when he's talking, that means you listen. And then there's also a third component. And that third component is just being in his presence. That's right. You know, um, I, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. When you are more comfortable with people, the more comfortable you are with them, mm-hmm. the more comfortable you are in silence in their presence. That's right. 
you know, when we drive in the car, I remember when we were kids, when we were first dating, didn't you have like a I list? I remember the first date. You had a list of like topics, I did. right? It, in, when I look back, when I look back sitting in your Dodge, what my was 80, that? 87 Dodge Charger. My gosh. Yeah. So many stories. Like it was we're, cherry. we're so old that we drove on the other side of the highway. You know, the old highway. Now it's on the left side, but on the right side. Oh yeah, that's like where that, my that that's where the memory the goes back. Gone. Yeah. yeah, it goes right down there by Barrow Town Pump right, Station, right. right? And when I look back in my hand, I'm holding flashcards. Now, obviously, I didn't have flashcards, but I was so nervous that I was going to run out of things to talk about. Which, if anybody <laughs> knows me, that's crazy that this I would even crazy. ever yeah, run out yeah. of anything to talk about uh, ever with anybody. Um, but I was just so nervous, you know, that I just had to make sure that I had things to talk Which about. Which I think is hilarious. Right. And, um, but then you grow and you, you get grow. more comfortable That's with right. each other and you're just comfortable. You know, my favorite people, my my closest friends, that you know, the people that I would call the cl- my close friends are the ones that I can just be with and I don't feel like I have to do anything. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and for you, like, you, a lot of people wouldn't know this, is you're a natural introvert. Totally. And so you are most comfortable and you're you're most at home when you can just sit and be quiet. And so that's what that's an that's a key point in a relationship and in communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, interestingly enough, is when when it's just being. That's right. And so the the three aspects of prayer, and you need to implement this into your life. Um, is you need to you need to talk with the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible talks all the time about bringing your prayers and supplications to Him and bringing your requests to Him and just worshiping Him. That's part of prayer. Part of uh, in the New Testament, the the Greek word for prayer is I think prosukamai, and it talks about supplication That's and right. worship, mm-hmm. right? And so you need to come to the Lord and and don't just. Could I just say this for a second? Don't let your prayer time just be your laundry list of all the things you yeah, need the Lord to do for you. Yeah. Part of your prayer time needs to be worship. And that's that's what the word prayer means is worship. Where you come into his presence and you give him thanks and praise and you worship mm-hmm. him for who he is. Uh, and then you talk about, you know, what's going on in your own life. You talk about the struggles you're dealing with. And then you pause and you listen and you allow him to speak to you about those things you just said. Mm-hmm. And then there's times in your life, you know, we've been really working hard at implementing this, the, the practice of Sabbath into our mm-hmm. life where we just rest, where we're just resting. And, and there's a lot of books that talk about it, what Sabbath is. And part of the, the aspect of Sabbath is just being and resting. And so I like to do things sometimes like go out into nature and just walk and just be there and, and not be talking, just be being still with the Lord so that I hear, you know, if he wants to say something to me, he can say something to me. If he doesn't want to say anything, he's not saying anything. I'm just being in his presence. We're walking together, Mm -hmm. which reminds me a lot of God and Adam in the beginning. That's right. It's what you're created for. That's right. You know, and prayer causes me to look at God. Prayer causes me to remind myself of who God is and who I am in Him. When when I'm positioning myself, if I can say it like that, in prayer, I'm positioned to looking at God. And and you can't help but come into a place of rest and stare at the face of the Lord. Yeah. Like if you're I've been thinking about yeah. all that a lot this morning. You yeah. know, when when I'm when is my soul the most at rest? It's when I'm just sitting with him in his presence. That's right. Just being, just there. Yeah. Where he can talk, you can talk, you listen, he's listening, mm-hmm. and you're just together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Can I add something too? Of course. Just about prayer is, 
you guys, um, especially you younger folk, if I could say folk, <laughs> F-O-L-K, um, you younger, you younger folk, uh, if it's big enough to worry about, it's big enough to yeah, pray about. Yeah, that's right. You know, is that we need to turn our worries into worship. And when we turn our worry into worship, the worry completely dissipates. You know, we can see that in Philippians 4, be anxious for nothing, yeah. but in everything by prayer That's right. and thanksgiving with supplication, which That's is right. that word you're talking yeah. about with thanksgiving. Um, I said thanksgiving twice, but present your request to God. But yeah. then it talks about when you do that, that the God of peace mm-hmm. will be with you. So I can't help when, you know, when I'm looking at the face of God, because he doesn't just give me peace, but he is peace. His peace comes and I, my soul, you know, comes at rest. That's right. In his presence. You know, when, when my, let me add this to you, I'm going back to something you're talking about five minutes ago. Um, but when our Thanksgiving increases, it's incredible how the complaining and whining decreases. That's right. And eventually if you'll live a life of Thanksgiving, yeah. you know, not just being thankful once in a while, but when you live a life of Thanksgiving, the complaining will totally cease because you'll be like, gross, what is that? I don't want to have that in me because it's just so counter culture to who you are, to who we're called to be as children of God, that as children of God, we were created to be thankful. We were created to sit at his feet. We were created to live in a place of worship. We weren't created for worry. We weren't created for anxiety. We weren't created for depression. We weren't created for fear and torment. You Mm -hmm. know, that's why those things just feel so awful because that's not what we were created for. But in, you know, when, when we're dealing with those things, if we can you realize that the enemy overplays his hand in those moments and run to the presence of the Lord. It's amazing how the joy will increase, the peace will increase, the rest will increase, and all of that stuff will begin to dissipate as I'm sitting with him. That's right. I'm positioning myself. You know, we're talking about prayer, not just his presence, but all of it really is his presence. So prayer is talking, prayer is listening, Mm -hmm. and prayer is just being in his presence. And then, um, you know in Matthew chapter six is where Jesus talks about prayer. And so, you know, one of the things, uh, the first thing he talks about is in Matthew chapter six and, and verse six, well, in verse five, he says, yeah, when he says, he's, he says, when you pray, when you pray, yeah, when you pray, that's an important statement. It's not if you pray, yeah, it's when you pray, you know, cause I've had a lot of people say, well, if God is God, why doesn't everything just happen? Why should I have to pray? That's, you know what? And that's a, you know, it's a, it's a fair statement to make, but when you know the word of God, you know, you can, that Matthew six, just like clutch, just like dials it in right there when you pray, which means that we were and are supposed to pray. That's right. So one of the given, given requirements, given, given things that a follower of Jesus will do is pray. That's it, right. it also goes on goes on and talks about fasting. It says, and when you fast, but that's a conversation for, for another later. day. Yeah. yeah. So he says, when you pray, he says, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everybody can see them. Uh, he says, I tell you the truth, that is all the reward they will ever get. He says, but you, when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private. Then mm-hmm. your father who sees everything will reward you. So the first thing, you know, that we need to cultivate is the right atmosphere. You know, we need to withdraw. We need to draw away. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you're going to, you, you, you live that lifestyle and, you, and you, you can pray anywhere at any time. 
right? But when you really need to pray about something, you need to pull away and get into an atmosphere where it's just you and the Lord. You, mm-hmm. you don't have distractions. You're not scrolling on your phone. Right. You know, you're not, you don't have something on the TV. Mm-hmm. You don't have 17 kids hollering at you. You're not thinking, you know, you know, a lot of people try and cram their time with the Lord in on their daily commute. You know, they'll listen to the Bible on on yeah. the phone, and they'll I'm just try. gonna say, yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's, I and don't know if try, that's a conversation for later, but yeah, I know. And they'll try and they'll try and pray while they're driving. Yeah, and hey, sure, you can do that, but mm-hmm. it's really hard to be sincere and like focus your energy and mm-hmm. focus your attention while mm-hmm. you're piloting a car, watching mm-hmm. out for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so, one of the first things you see here, Jesus says, is when you pray, He says, "Go away by yourself and shut the door behind you." Mm-hmm creating that atmosphere where it's just you and him and in a space where you're able to pray and talk to him without being distracted. You got any thoughts about that? No, I'm listening. (laughs) (laughs) I was listening and I don't want to take it off topic. So my head was going back five minutes ago, but I want to keep rolling. Okay. So he says, um, shut the door behind you. Then he goes on and says this, and this is interesting because I've had a lot of conversations about this this aspect as well. He says, when you pray, don't babble on and on like the Gentiles do. Gentiles are people who weren't Jews. And at this point, they weren't really followers of Jesus. The message of Jesus hadn't gone to the Gentiles really yet. He was just starting that stuff. And he says, they think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again Mm -hmm. and again. And one of the things that I see people do all the time when they pray is they continually go to God and they think that that they have to keep saying the same things to the Lord over and over and over and over Mm -hmm. and over again. And Jesus says right here, he said, it's not by repetition Mm -hmm. that that your prayers are heard and that your prayers are answered. Jesus is looking at your heart. It's based on the sincerity of your heart. You know, he knows your heart. He knows the cries of your heart. He knows what you're asking for. So you don't have to go, and it's not about works, about how well you've prayed or how much you've prayed. It's about your heart. Mm -hmm. And so he says, when you go, don't, you don't have to be like these people and you don't have to have these these chants or these these verses that you say over and over and mm-hmm. over again. He says talks about just letting it flow out of your heart. Have a real conversation right. with the Lord about what's taking place. Mm-hmm. Be yourself like you would with anybody else mm-hmm. because he knows you. Mm-hmm. He's not impressed by your prayer that you pray. Like, wow, look at Jake's prayer. He knows the word of God or he knows how to Mm -hmm. pray. And he's repeated this phrase 10 times in a row. That doesn't matter to the Lord. What he's looking at is your heart. And so when you come to him, your prayer isn't answered by your vain repetitions. Your prayer is answered because in your natural conversation with the Lord, you're being real, you're being sincere, and you're able to have that conversation, that dialogue where he speaks to you or you speak to him and then he listens to you. Right. And what you're supposed to do, you guys, just a practical tip there is when you prayed, what you're supposed to do, what we're supposed to do after that is just thank God. That's right. We just, you know, because I've had a lot of people say, well, what do I do after I pray? Do I just leave it? No, you water it. You can water that prayer. You can water that seed, those seeds of prayer with Thanksgiving, you know, so like I'll pray for, you know, when Joseph, for example, I'll just use Josiah as an example, you know, when he was going through all the hip stuff, you know, Josiah went through, he's had multiple surgeries on his hip. He had a thing called hip dysplasia, you know, so his hips literally were out of the joint. Yeah. It's true story. We're literally out of the socket. Um, so, you know, initially we prayed, you know, we prayed, but then after that I had to position myself now, 
um, in prayer, but a different kind of prayer, which was thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, and just say, thank you, Lord, that Josiah's hips are healed. I thank you, Lord, that you are Jehovah Rapha, his healer. That's right. I thank you, Lord, that unbelief doesn't get in his heart, that he would think that you don't hear him. You know, like just, you know, those kind of prayers and just begin, you know, just begin to water those prayers with thanksgiving. Because it's not like you just leave it and you yeah. just forget about no, it. that's right. But we can, you know, we've, we've left it at the feet of Jesus. We're confident because the Bible says if we ask anything according to his will, that's right. he hears us. So you never have to doubt when you pray, mm, I wonder if God heard me. I wonder if I said that right. I wonder if I said it loud enough for him to hear me. A fun fact is that even just the whisper of the name of Jesus mm. and he'll come running. That's right. You know, the Bible says, it's, I think it's Psalm 34, 17. It says that the righteous cry out and the Lord hears him. So, you know, I've, I've experienced and I know that just the whisper of the name of Jesus mm-hmm. and he'll come running yeah. to you, you know, um, and you're talking about, you know, prayer, you're talking about, um, you know, quantity, you know, words, you repetition. know, yeah, yeah. repetition. I'm just going speaking to that now is that, you know, to add to that is you could pray three words. That's right. Or you could pray 5,000 words and it would still be prayer if that's it's right. from your heart. And, and I think that's the key is that it's not from your head. Don't pray from your head. Pray from your heart. Pray from your heart. Yeah. And that's really important because, you know, I've even thinking about Jesus on the cross and like, Father, forgive them. You know, I heard, you know, it, he says, for they know not what they do, but just even him saying, Father, forgive them. That's a prayer. That yep. wasn't 5,000 words. And that's a prayer. And his father heard him, God heard him, you know? So one of the things that can also stop us from praying, and I can say from experience, when I was younger, because we were in a culture where people were good at everything, like they're just really good. Or I can, you know, when I was young, it seemed like everybody was really good at everything. And it could be very intimidating because I didn't pray like them, or I didn't know as many scriptures as them, or, you know, I didn't know all the Christianese or the lingo. Um, Another fun fact is there's no Christianese and there's no lingo. Again, just pray from your heart. And as you're going, get to know the word, become acquainted with the word of God, Yeah, you know, but no, nobody could possibly learn the entire Bible in one day That's right. or one year, Yeah, you know, it's a lifetime journey. So as you're walking with Jesus, as you're following Jesus, you guys, um, do it from your heart. Mm-hmm. Don't live from your head in Jesus name. I pray that you would never live from your head, but that you would live from your heart and that you would guard yourself from comparing yourself to the people next to you or the people around you, or, you know, even your pastors or your leaders or people like me and Jake is don't compare yourself. The Bible says that if we compare ourselves or amongst ourselves, we're unwise Mm -hmm. is that God doesn't want to hear them pray through you. God wants to hear your prayer. That's right. And that's what he delights in is you. That's right. That's really well said. So just to recap our, our time together today, Why do we pray? Well, we pray because we see in the very beginning, God desires communion and communication and time with us. We see in the first Adam that he was there in the garden walking in the cool of the day. He was communicating with them. We see in the second Adam, who is Jesus Christ, we see Jesus pulling away. So we have this model where prayer is incredibly important 
to the Lord because it's our time with Him. How, what is what is prayer? Prayer is just like any other natural conversation. It's talking, it's listening, it's being in the other person's prayer in their presence. How do you pray? You pull away, you know, and like you were just saying, you pray from your heart. It's not about the words you're saying. No. It's not about having the right things to say or the wrong things to stay away from. It's you talking to the Lord. And people get so concerned about, oh, the Lord's going to know what's in my heart if I say these words by accident or whatever. He already, he, he already knows. <laughs> he, he, yeah. He already knows everything that's in your heart. You know, He knows you better than you even know yourself. there's something powerful that happens when it comes out of our heart through our lips. That's right. That's right. And, yeah. and you didn't actually say this phrase. We say it all the time at church, mm-hmm. but the, the phrase is, and this is what you were talking Prayer about. Asks. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and finish it. Prayer asks, Thanksgiving receives. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I love how you were like, is that a question? Prayer asks. <laughs> Did I get it right? Like I answered your question. The yeah. Last Len one. said that all yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, and so prayer asks and Thanksgiving receives. Mm-hmm. And, and so you take your prayers to the Lord. And then once you've asked him for something, you don't have to keep asking him for the same thing mm-hmm. over and over. You just begin to thank him that he's working on your behalf. Mm-hmm. Because like the scripture you quoted in First John, that if we ask anything according to his will, mm-hmm. he hears us. We need to have a follow-up. I think prayer number two podcast, maybe not next week. 2.0. Yeah. I think there's, you know, we need to talk about praying in accordance to his will. Right. And why, and why, you know, like, Jesus, please give me a Lamborghini. Why didn't Jesus give me the Lamborghini? I I told everybody in church (laughs) recently. Yeah. I told everybody in church recently a story about that verse. And when, when me and Steve found that verse when we were kids, we were like, this is it. We can ask for anything and Jesus will hear it and he'll, he'll give it to us. So on that note, <laughs> no, on that note, I just, I really want to say again, you guys pray from your heart yeah. that God wants to hear from you. God wants you. He's looking for a generation who is um, after his heart, but that are willing to give him their heart as well. That's right. You know, so let's position ourselves. Um, we got, we're already like halfway through the year. It's going to yes. be, is this the last? Day of June? It is. Yeah, it's the last day of June, you guys. We are like halfway. Yeah, month number seven starts tomorrow. We are halfway through the year. And I just pray in Jesus' name that as we step into this next half of 2023, that we would so position ourselves Mm -hmm. in the presence of the Lord, that we would so position ourselves, you know, to look at the face of God and sit there long enough to allow him to look at us. That's right. You know, and, and not be afraid. You know, let's 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 get good, if yeah. I can say it like that, at being with Jesus. Yeah. You know, like just our desires come from being with Jesus. Our fears dissipate from being with Jesus. Our joy increases. That's right. When we're with Jesus. Our peace increases when we're with Jesus. You know, you're heading into university this fall. I know a lot of you just signed up for classes and paid for it. You know, is that, you know, as you spend time with the Lord, He'll make you smarter. He'll make you wiser. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trying to discover God's will for your life. That's all going to be discovered through being with Jesus. That's so, right. you know, I'm naming off like six different podcasts that we can do. With Better write them down. <laughs> Better write them down. Um, but you know, my heart and I know Jake's heart, it's just, we're just so for you guys. And we're just here to be another voice cheering you guys on. It's all about relationship. Amen. That's what this is all about. He's looking for relationship Mm -hmm. with you personally, totally, not just one day a week. 
Well, that's it for today. That is our episode. You can send us your questions at uh, questions at the following Jesuspodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. We hope you have a great rest of your week, rest of your day, rest of your morning, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing. We call you blessed in Jesus' name, filled with his grace and wisdom. And we'll talk to you soon. Love you guys. Well, that's it, everybody. That is our show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Hey, if you did, would you take just a moment and rate and review the show? It helps spread the word and so other people can be encouraged in their own lives. If you've got questions or thoughts you want to share with us, send us an email at questions at the following Jesus podcast.com and we can answer them for you. And in the meantime, in your own life, wherever you're at, remember... Keep following Jesus.